The girls in muddy shorts and t-shirts scrambled madly toward one another as the referee on the sidelines blew a sharp blast on her whistle. From the path beside the field, Julie heard a hollow poomp, and a big round white ball went sailing high into the blue sky toward the goal at the end of the grassy field. It arced higher and higher, looking as if it might overshoot the goal completely, then began to descend, slowing as it fell. Suddenly it stopped entirely, forty feet in the air. Air ball! one of the girls shrieked. The opposing team started laughing. The defending team looked upset for a moment, then began to laugh too. The female teacher on the sidelines came forward and planted her hands on her hips to look up at the hovering ball. All right, you lot, the teacher called. Is it really up there, or is someone spinning an illusion? The young women all protested at once. No, Mrs. Cardigan, we wouldn't do that. But there were a few smiles and nods among the players, saving up the idea for next time. Well, then, it's stuck, said Mrs. Cardigan. Would someone please go find the ladder? A few of the gym-suited girls ran off the field toward a low wooden building behind the second goal. Come on, Rutaro nudged Julie. We have to keep going. Julie pulled her attention away from the interesting spectacle of students standing on one another's shoulders atop the highest rung of the ladder and lifted her belongings. She followed the stocky young man, her new mentor, along the path that led past the playing field toward the cluster of buildings that was her greatest desire in all the dreamland, the School of Light. Glowing with promise, the lofty white buildings beckoned her. Every window had a wink for her, every turret gleamed with appeal, every brick and stone promised to whisper inspiration in her ear. Julie was so excited that she was almost vibrating with happiness. She could hardly believe that she was here at last. An aspiring illusion artist such as she would naturally desire to go to the best school in the land, be instructed by the best teachers, and one day achieve great things. But the admission policy of the school board was stringent. You could apply only once in your lifetime. You had to present three references, none of them related to you, and you had to demonstrate marked talent in illusion. No one got in on mere charm. Not that Julie had any illusions about her physical appearance— in most of the forms the sleepers imposed upon her, she tended to be on the short side of average, on the average side of beauty, and on the shy side of extroversion. In her travel suit, a blue-fitted jacket and skirt that were more comfortable than stylish, she knew she looked ordinary. Her hands were the only remarkable feature she had. They looked capable. Long and thin, short and strong, dark-skinned, light-skinned, missing a finger or a fingernail— they still looked as if they could do whatever the mind driving them wished to do. And, Julie thought, they nearly could. There was plenty of talent locked up in their bones, so much that it surprised her, sometimes. Her teachers had been full of hope when they sent her off to Namasani. She had been creating illusions, really realistic ones, since she was very young, and her more ordinarily talented teachers had guided her, to the best of their abilities, as far as they could take her. Even though she wasn't quite sixteen, she had long ago passed beyond the abilities of any other artist in the region. Now there was no more that they could show her. Yet Julie still had room to stretch her wings. Oh, she loved her teachers, but they didn't understand her or her dreams. She'd heard that only in the school could she find the kind of tutoring she needed to train her talent and become a world-class artist. Even the smallest student who wanted to change the look of the world aspired to come here. The fees the school charged were exorbitant. Her parents had had to mortgage several of their dearest dreams to send her here. She wanted them to be proud of her. As importantly, she wanted to be proud of her, too. 
Oh, please, she begged the sleeper silently as she approached nearer and nearer to the gleaming pillars of the entrance. Don't let this be a futility dream with all my hopes out of reach.